It's 1956, and this is the film that has captured the imagination of the country. Around the World in 80 Days, starring David Niven. It's glamorous, adventurous, amusing, amorous, and soaring. Imagine two young sisters in the projection booth at their family's movie theater flying over the Alps in one scene. We'll meet these sisters and learn something about the way their lives have been shaped by the Hollywood Dream Factory and how they've shaped their own lives as they've grown into adulthood. Tiny Island by award-winning playwright Michael Hollinger will open this weekend at River Stage Community Theater in Lewisburg, running through April 16th. We had a chance to speak by phone with Joe Graham, the director, about the show. Michael Hollinger is a Philadelphia playwright, and he's a professor of theater now at Villanova University, and he's published many plays that get produced often by groups like ours, by regional theaters across the country. So he's a musician as well as a playwright, and I've always loved his work and the way that he incorporates the rhythm and the sound of dialogue and speech into the plays, as well as just wonderful characters and settings. It isn't necessary, but it is neat to have a Pennsylvania playwright. Absolutely. This play in particular has a lot of ties to Pennsylvania, so we had an opportunity to speak with Michael earlier in the week, and he was gracious enough to Zoom with us and told us a little bit about the background that came into writing this play in the first place. But yes, it takes place outside of Philadelphia in Balakinwood, and the main characters are two women who grew up in that area outside of Philadelphia, so it's full of, of references and Just a good Pennsylvania feeling to it. (laughs) We know there are so many films about movies or the nostalgia that goes with the old time getting together in an audience and watching a movie. It's not as usual to have a play set in a movie theater. Yeah, I agree. It's one of the things that stuck out to me about it when I first saw it and has kind of stayed with me ever since because, uh, yeah, you're right, it is very unusual to put movies on the stage. And I'll say it was a little challenging with the posters coming up for the show because you don't want to confuse people. Is this a movie or is this a play? But hopefully they'll get the idea. And tell us about the premise. Yeah, absolutely. So this play is about two sisters, Muriel and Hazel, that grew up in this suburb of Philadelphia in the 1950s, and their mom and dad ran a movie theater. And that would have been a dream come true for me as a kid to just have the run of a movie theater. But so their mom was the projectionist, their dad ran the business side, and they really grew up playing in this theater and particularly in the booth where the projectors sit, where they could look out the windows and imagine they were soaring above the heads of the people in the audience and just visiting these far off lands. Uh, It was just a wonderful childhood for these two girls. But the play doesn't take place then. It takes place Fast forward 30 years to the early 1980s, and a couple things have changed. People don't go out to the movies and make such a big deal about going out to the movies anymore. There's a video store that's just opened up across the street. And then also, Muriel and Hazel have barely spoken in the last 30 years. And we don't know why that is when the play starts, but we as the audience get to find out why that is and what happened in this theater that drove a wedge between them. And now the events have transpired that they need to come together, they need to, to work together, and Muriel in particular looks to her older sister to, to help her with some of the things that's going on in her life at the time, and, and that's, uh, that's what sets the stage for this particular show. So it's really a rich, character-driven play. Yes, these two sisters, you get to find out a lot about them and their current lives and what it was like in 
In the past, there was only four actors in the play, and the two of them double up, playing two characters each. And so it's just been an, a, a joy to work on and really dig into these roles and have a lot of time to spend with these fantastic actors. But yeah, absolutely. The, the entire play takes place in that projection booth, so we have this lovely set that everything happens there, uh, and you really just get to see these characters interact. And what tells us, aside from the references in the dialogue, how do we know what era we're in? Oh, well, costuming, I think, (laughs) will be a big part of that. Even in the stage directions, Michael indicates that when we go, so we do travel back and forth between the 1950s and the 1980s, and uh, Barbara Ross is our costumer, and as soon as those 1950s characters come on to the same setting, you know instantly that you are in the 1950s. (laughs) That's the idea. And you mentioned talking with Michael and that he shared a little bit about the impetus for writing the play. Is that something you can tell to us? Uh, Yeah, a little bit. Michael shared with us that uh, one of his early jobs was actually working at a movie theater, much like this one. And he got to just see all the gizmos and machines up there and all this magic of making the movies happen. So that was an experience that he really had in real life uh, and I think stayed with him. So that was part of the entry into the play. But then, of course, characters as well, and and this idea of obsolescence, and not only the movies in the movie theater maybe becoming obsolete, but our relationships to each other becoming obsolete. If one person leaves, if one person changes, what does that do? So those different things uh, came together, and and Michael shared that uh, overall. And how about your affection for his ability to get a rhythm of voice and sound in his dialogue? Is that very much evident in his writing for this piece? Yes, absolutely. I love the way it is so realistic, and the actors complain sometimes that it's hard to memorize because it's so realistic. But you have interrupting, you have overlapping dialogue, you have just... Uh, fast and slow, and a lot of what our emphasis and our energy has gone into is finding those rhythms, finding those beats. So much more than just the words that are being said, but the tempo and all those kinds of musical terms that play into it. And this is a particularly good show like that because it's so realistic and not forced in that way, but the dialogue has such musicality to it. And is there any occasion, any reason to have music for movies in the course of the play itself, not as incidental music? Uh, Yes, there is. So one of the technical challenges of doing this play, but I'm so glad that we were able to take on, one of them is, is building movie projectors that you can use on stage, but then the other is that there is a particular movie that the characters reference throughout the play. And it's not a real movie, so it's not something you could just download and play a clip from, but a fictional movie. And so we were so grateful to have voiceover actors, in addition to our actors that will be on stage, come together and do recording sessions. And so we have made audio clips from this completely made-up movie with dialogue provided by Michael and the rest of the music and sound effects from us. And so... That's just been a real treat and sort of side project for doing this particular work. We won't know how hard you had to work to do it. (laughs) That's always the goal in theater, yes, to to make the magic happen and and make people just not think about it too hard. (laughs) It just happens because it's theater magic. So, absolutely. Tell us about working with the sisters. Is that a relationship you're familiar with, a sibling who's close or not close, depending? We talked about that a lot early on. So I have a younger sister, but I think a brother-sister dynamic is so different than the sister-sister dynamic that comes from this. But Michael talked about his mother and mother-in-law sort of being inspirations for the characters in a way. And 
certainly in my family there are lots of groups of two or more sisters. And so there's so much of the dialogue in this play that really sounded familiar to me the first time I heard it and rang true in terms of the way sisters, particularly grown-up sisters, talk to each other. So I think that that's really going to resonate with audiences as well if they have any relationships like that themselves or in their extended family. I love the way you described at the beginning the two sisters being up in the projection booth looking out through the window and imagining they're flying over the heads of the audience. Is there a sense also of the importance of being able to have dreams, to imagine a life, to have that freedom? Yes, that's definitely one of the themes throughout. And and the girls talk a lot about their mother, who they lost when they were at an early age, and the inspiration that she gave them to always fly high and follow their dreams. And and it's what they tried to do. Of course, life intervenes sometimes, and things don't always work out the same way that your dreams do, but it's very much an uplifting and, and inspiring part of the motif or the theme of the whole play. Now tell us when we can see it and tell us where you're based. Absolutely. So we're River Stage Community Theater, and we're based at what was the old Lewisburg High School. The address is 815 Market Street in Lewisburg. And this play runs for two weekends. We have Friday and Saturday shows on April 7th, 8th, 14th, and 15th, and those are all at 7.30 p.m., And then we have a Sunday matinee on Sunday, April 16th at 2.30 p.m. And our website is riverstagetheater.org, and you can get tickets and information there. So April 7th through 16th at Green Space Center, 815 Market Street in Lewisburg. Jove Graham, director of the upcoming production of Tiny Island by award-winning Pennsylvania playwright, Michael Hollinger, a play about love and the movies to be presented by River Stage Community Theater at the Green Space Center, 815 Market Street in Lewisburg. And as we heard, Friday and Saturday, April 7th and 8th at 7.30 p.m. and the following Friday and Saturday also at 7.30 p.m. each evening with one matinee on Sunday, April 16th at 2.30. For more information on the web, That's riverstagetheater.org, and theater is T-R-E at the end, riverstagetheater.org, Tiny Island, to be presented by River Stage Community Theater, Green Space Center, Market Street in Lewisburg, this weekend and next, evening performances at 7.30, with one Sunday matinee at 2.30. Friday and Saturday, April 7th and 8th, Friday and Saturday, the 14th and 15th, the matinee Sunday, April 16th, riverstagetheater.org.